Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Blush. I am Tiffany, and I'm here with my co-host Hiva. Hiva, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? How was your newly vaxxed vagina? I went back for round two because, you know, the first time was such a pleasant experience getting my first Brazilian wax. I feel like I showed up this time like, I don't know, like I felt like I was a sophomore in high school. Like I didn't feel like, (laughs) yes, I was like, I know this procedure now. Like I know what's going on. Like I just felt confident. I felt more mature. I just felt better overall. And I actually didn't even set up an appointment. I just showed up because that's what you do when you're a sophomore. Look at that. Yeah, take my hairy pussy or don't. I don't fucking care. <laughs> and they had an <laughs> they had an opening and I actually ended up getting the same woman. God, you two are destined to be together, huh? <laughs> she is the only consistency in my life right now. <laughs> I saw her and we locked eyes and I was like, "Do you remember me?" You locked eyes. <laughs> I was like, do you remember me? And a part of me was like, maybe if she sees my vagina, that'll like trigger a memory. (laughs) But she recognized my face and she was like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then I think when I laid down and I spread my legs and I started like screaming, she was like, oh, yes, I definitely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember your screams. Yeah, I remember you. And she was actually a lot nicer to me. I feel like our relationship was a little toxic at first because she was really annoyed with me the first time of how much I was making the pain such a big deal. But this time the pain was less because there was also the hair, not to get graphic, but the hair was a lot (laughs) thinner. And so I wasn't in just sheer agony. And I think her patience has grown since I last saw her. And I don't know, I just feel like we connected way more than we did last time. It often takes me a few times of meeting someone for them to grow on me. Or I think sometimes vice versa, you know, the second and third time that I meet someone, they'll be a little warmer towards me because it's just, it's exposure. You know, you get more used to someone. Yeah. I mean, I haven't made any friends in Miami. So like if I come back in a week (laughs) or two and I'm hanging out with my waxing lady, I wouldn't be shocked. That's a way to do it. Any updates with you? Have You haven't gotten waxed yet. Definitely going to go this week. I really want to go. I feel like my hair grows in two sets. Okay. Does that make sense? Like not all of it grows at once. Like if I let it go another two weeks, it'll be twice as hairy as it is right now. But right oh, now yeah. it's just the set one hair. So I want to get it waxed while it's just the set one hair so that I'm only waxing a set of the hair at a time. Does any of this make sense? I sound like a crazy person. Listen to this, Apple Podcasts. This is a health and wellness podcast. We are teaching people about hair growth cycles, okay? I don't know any other podcast that does that, so... I don't know any podcast in general that just talks about hair growth. Also, I love how we talk about Brazilians like it's this like groundbreaking innovation that hasn't been around. Like we are trailblazers like ladies, you can go and get the hair ripped out. I don't know if you know this. We're like hot off the press over here. 
me and you discover something and we just assume that nobody else knows about it. You do have a people pleasing update though. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's put this out for the audience. Let's get some audience feedback on how <laughs> I should handle this. This is interactive. Last episode, I talked about a an ex-boyfriend's relative who I thought um, maybe lacked some boundaries with regards to me. And really, I wasn't even faulting that person. I was just talking about my own people-pleasing issues. What I said, an example I gave was that she had asked me how the sex was with my new boyfriend. I gave an answer that I knew would please her instead of, you know, uh, enforcing some kind of normal boundary. So today, said family member reaches out to me and says, should I just read it? Yes, I do think you should read it. I think this is where we're at in life. The jig is up. It doesn't matter anymore, you know? She wrote, I didn't ask, you told me, dot, 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 and then goes into a whole nother conversation and blah, blah, blah. Enjoy time with your Aussie boyfriend, your journey, blah, blah, blah. All I have to say to this, number one is like, she definitely did ask. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and read that conversation. We have receipts. So she DMs me after the episode where I mentioned that I had a crush a while ago. And she wrote, who do you have a crush on? And I said, you don't know him. And then she goes, well, then let me look at him. Send me his socials. And I was like, "Uh, no. And um, blah, blah, blah. There's some blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, She goes, good in bed? Question mark. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that is a fucking question, is it not? A hundred percent. In what way, shape, or form was that me just volunteering the information? Now, again, I wasn't like raising an issue with her asking me, although I do think it's just a disgusting violation of boundaries and social norms, but that's neither here nor there. I brought it up as an illustration of my people-pleasing tendencies because the response that I gave her was something that was untrue and that I knew would make her happy. Anyway, Tiffany thinks that I should unfollow her. Yeah, I mean, you've been talking to me and we've talked about this situation and I just feel like she's not bringing anything positive and she's not respecting your boundaries and she just seems very much in your business in, in a very inappropriate way. And if after listening, she still doesn't understand that she crossed a boundary, then I don't see the point of continuing any sort of relationship with her. And one thing I did say is I'm not saying block her because we talked about this, block her so then she can't see your stuff. But I just think unfollowing sends a message like, hey, I'm not interested in your business. So maybe you shouldn't be interested in mine. And I love that. And you're probably right. Obviously, like my people pleasing tendencies are too severe to put that into action. Honestly, we're going to put a poll in the stories. I think we're going to you know, a screenshot with like names crossed out of the conversation just to prove we have fucking receipts. She did fucking ask. And you're right. Like you said this to me. Uh, Tiffany said, you know, if it were me and I had listened to that episode, my reaction would have been, hey, I'm so sorry. Not uh, as something that's a just completely untrue. It's just 
false. But B, just kind of like acting salty towards me. Um, Yeah, so we're going to put it in the polls. Obviously, you know, we said last week that we were going to find, you know, if the opportunity comes up for us to improve on our very different people-pleasing tendencies that we'll do so. And clearly the opportunity has come up for me and clearly I'm not able to do it. So maybe if you guys encourage me a little or if anyone has suggestions of another way to handle it, I'm all ears. Um, I will literally do whatever the listeners say. (laughs) Whatever the consensus is, I will do. (laughs) And I will say, maybe I wouldn't have suggested unfollowing because I realize that is a bit of a maybe drastic measure but I think for you when you're struggling with this I think sometimes Mm. you have to like kick your own butt and do something that is a little bit drastic just to get yourself in that mindset do you have any updates did any opportunities come up for you to not people displease one thing I've started doing which I think has been a better way for me to be a more I don't know. I think I'm a pretty empathetic person, but maybe to just like soothe myself and not be so inward necessarily as I've started meditating. I I know that's a weird connection, but for whatever reason, it's made me more in tune with like my own needs, my own wants and others and kind of just feeling a little more accepting of certain things and like letting go of certain things that I was feeling that were maybe feeding into my like I don't give a shit kind of attitude wait so I want you to explain exactly what you've been doing because I didn't tell you this before but you're so fucking intuitive what you were doing is like a very old uh, modality of meditation it's called meta meditation or loving kindness meditation so it's like you just came up with it on your own but it's something that's out there I, I used to do it for a while and I would say it really like not to sound too woo woo it really helped me open my heart chakra but explain what you've been doing Yeah. So every morning I will take literally a few minutes. Like it's not like I'm sitting here for like hours on end, just sitting there and meditating like a few minutes. And I, you know, turn off all the thoughts. I like breathe. I like calm myself down and I like really just like relax and I push everything out of my head. And then once I feel really, really relaxed, I send love and positive energy to people that I don't want to say that I don't like, whether I have some sort of issue with them or they have an issue with me or if there's conflict there or there has been conflict there that maybe never got resolved. Whatever the situation, that there is something negative for whatever reason, I send them love and I think about them and I go, you know what? I hope they have a wonderful day. I'm sending them nothing but love and peace and positivity. I do all 60 of them. (laughs) I'm kidding. There's not that many. There's like very few. But the few people whoever it is in that day, maybe, right? The person that like flicks me off outside Publix. I'm like, I hope he has a lovely day today. (laughs) So, and then, and then I end it on there. I send love to my haters, essentially. (laughs) So the way like I've done it in the past, and I'm sure there's other ways to do it is, you know, take a few minutes, whatever, get situated, do some breaths. And then, you kind of come up with like something that you want for yourself. So like, let's say hypothetically, like, may I be happy? And then you go down a list of people that you like 
and you say like, may, you know, my mom be happy, may my dad be happy, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to like a list of people that you're neutral towards. And then you go down a list of people that you feel less than neutral towards. And so you send the same like loving affirmations that you're hoping to bring into your own life and to your loved ones' lives to all those people too. And it's shocking how much it helps you just like really be more compassionate and empathetic. Yeah. And I do think I'm a pretty compassionate, empathetic person. I just Mm -hmm. think um, you really are. Yeah. No. Yeah. But like, and I think we all, I think everyone for the most part is, and it does help with that. But I think the hardest is when you have some sort of like friction or something negative with someone to, Mm -hmm. to tap into that. And I think that's really difficult for me. Yeah. I should have worded it differently. It's not that it's more, you're right. It's that it just helps you see that everyone that you're in any sort of conflict with at the end, at the end of the day is just a fucking human being and they're doing their best. Even like, you know, this bitch over here. We're sending her love as well. We're. I'm going to do this tonight. I'm going to send her love because, you know, she doesn't mean to have, like, she clearly just has no boundaries. Like yeah. that's not, she doesn't mean to be inappropriate and like she's probably kind of embarrassed having heard the podcast and being like oh shit like that was kind of fucked up and so she's just getting defensive who here hasn't gotten defensive I get defensive all the time and I will say one thing if I have like a busy or hectic morning I do it in the shower and Mm. mainly because go back and listen to our manifestation episode because Lindsay talked about how one of the best places to manifest or do anything is in the shower because of water she explains it much better than I do and maybe I'm like twisting it so just go listen to what she said that's what she basically vibrations water vibrations all of that It, it was great everything she said I think everyone's showering at least once a day like let's focus on our hygiene so he was like ah uh, okay, you know, well, it's not a priority. No, in the <laughs> summer, I generally do, but yeah. you know, sometimes it's touch and go. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if you're really busy, I mean, as long as you know, you take a few minute shower, just do it in there, and it's actually could be better. If you're busy, you can make this work. And I think sometimes we have this idea in our minds that we have to like meditate for 20 minutes twice a day. Like, fuck that. I think if you're a beginner and you want to meditate, truly the best advice I would give. And I wish someone had told me this when I started to meditate, meditate for 60 seconds a day, do that for a week or two, then go up to like two minutes, then go up to three minutes. Don't be a fucking hero. Like it's going to be overwhelming. Your mind's going to get distracted. Even in 60 seconds, you're going to get distracted. And so I just think setting attainable goals is so much better. You know what I noticed today? What? I was out running errands and I looked like a piece of shit. Like, I don't know what else. I don't know how else to say it. I looked horrific. And Mm -hmm. I noticed I was getting checked out constantly. And I was like, oh, I have been getting checked out the past few times I've gone out. But other than today, I've been kind of dressed up and I like had my boobs out. So I was like, oh, this is expected. Like this isn't that crazy. Mm-hmm. But today I just looked so horrific. I was like, why would anyone look at me other than to look with disgust? And it was not disgust. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I realized I'm ovulating. 
Like mm. even dogs were like coming up to me. Like it was like everything that had a penis was like, oh, like sniffing me out. Have you noticed when you're ovulating, you just get more attention? Am I crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. There's actually research that backs this up. I will say, you know, today I was also being tracked out a lot and I also looked very gross. I've been looking very gross. I've been very unwell, but I did notice that today also. And I'm also in my ovulatory phase and I have something that I want to add to this. That's a little bit crazy. I read it in a book. It's based on a study. I've never tried it. You know what? I'll try it, but I'm going to put it out here too. So whoever wants can try it. Allegedly, allegedly, if you put, God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. If you put a little bit of your um, vaginal juices. No, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> on like your like you know like the points where you would put perfume like the like whatever what are they called pressure points I don't know what the fuck they're called they're whatever the places where you put perfume because it like sends pheromones out allegedly that makes people more attracted to you and it obviously works more intensely when you're ovulating because like the pheromones now I've never tried it um, you know what? I'll, I'll do it this weekend. If I go out this weekend, I will do it and I will report back on how many people hit on me. Could you imagine you like take all your pussy juice, just smear it all over your neck? You got there like, what kind of perfume are you wearing? That's an interesting scent. It's not floral. It's not musty. It's just, I don't know what it is. What is Fishy? that? God, that's so gross. I'm so sorry. I can't put my finger on it. And you're like, yeah, that's my vagina. That's that perfume. That's, yeah. I just, you know, I, I like to, I'm a very nature focused. Um, I don't like to use fragrances. I just scent myself with my own vaginal juices. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I read it. There's a study on it. I, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Um, I don't know when exactly I'm ovulating, but I just entered my ovulatory phase. So I'll be here for a week. So I will go out this weekend. I will try it and I will report back if anyone else um, wants to try it with me. Let's do it. If not, I will guinea pig it. I mean, I guinea pig so much for this podcast. Why not this? It's so easy. It's free. Uh, yeah, ladies, try that. And I guess let us know and maybe I'll try it too. Yeah, let's do it. Again, it's free. It's easy. I, I, I've been meaning to try it. I just keep forgetting. Right. So. If you don't want to smear your vaginal juices on yourself, though, one thing I will say, I was thinking about it a lot. And there are studies that say when you're ovulating during that period, during that week, you get more attention. And I think it's because you're just tapped in more into your sexual energy because mm -hmm. I personally am a lot more hormonal and a lot more sexual when I'm ovulating. I think every yeah, woman same, is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think for ladies that are single, if there's any way, if you're conscious of that, right, and you're going out and you're not ovulating, try and tap into that energy that you emulate when you are. Ooh. Right? Ooh, I like this. Yeah. 
or just schedule all your dates during your ovulation <laughs> that one week <laughs> yeah i love that Ooh, i love that so much i think it's just being mentally conscious of it like it has nothing to do with how you look right because we've We've mm-hmm. talked about that. It's nothing to do. And that's why I prefaced and said I look like shit because yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just how you're feeling deep down. This summer is like some of the most I've ever been hit on. I think for me, it's really been because and it's by far not a it's not even it's not only not the best I've looked, but also not the best I felt about my looks, you know? So I couldn't even say that it's like I'm super confident. I don't think that's what it is. I think I've just had this general attitude of just wanting to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like that's my entire focus. Like every time, like I never go out with the intention of meeting people. I mean, I have a boyfriend now, obviously, but even for like the five minutes I was single, I wasn't going out with the intention of meeting people. I didn't give a shit all I wanted to do every time I left the house was to just have as much fun as possible. And I think that energy is so attractive to people. Yeah, it's a lighter energy. And when you're ovulating, you're typically in a better mood. You're typically yep. calmer. You're typically a lot more sexual. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's not like when you're PMSing, which is a complete opposite, that you're in a fucking rage. God, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of what you attract, essentially. Yeah. Uh, speaking of PMS, so the last time I was PMSing, I kind of started spiraling a little bit about things with Ozzy. I can't believe I'm going to talk about this here, by the way. I've like not really talked about it with him. So <laughs> if he listens, it'll be a fun surprise for him. Just share the episode <laughs> to him and be like, hey, yeah. just save both of our time and energy. Just listen to this. Yeah. He's like 20 minutes in. He's like, why would I care about like Tiffany's waxing experience and yeah, like, like rubbing vagina juice on yeah. each other? Like, also, why am I listening? Don't do that. <laughs> He's like, why am I listening to this? And then like now it hits and he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, everyone gets more anxious when they PMS. But something that I kind of hadn't been thinking about started to come into my mind. And that's the fact that he goes to Australia every winter, you know, our winter, Australia summer for a few months. And I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. You know, if you're not aware, Australia's in lockdown. A lot of rules have changed. So, you know, it's entirely possible that he won't be able to go. If he is able to go, I sure as fuck would not be able to go. You know, their rules are like pretty intense right now. You know, one thing I have been thinking about is, you know, everything's going great, but let's say we keep dating and that comes up, like, what the fuck's going to happen? I will say, I just kind of release it, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, whatever's meant to be will happen. Like, no amount of me freaking out about this will help. And that's easier said than done. And I think Tiffany gave me some advice that has been helpful. So I do want to kind of address that. Well, I was just sort of speaking in general, but what I said was whenever there's a situation that you are unsure about, whether it's long distance, moving in in a relationship, right? Whether, you know, someone's you're moving, whatever you're doing and you feel anxiety about it because you don't know what's going to happen, whether you're having issues with your partner or um, it could be even something small, but it's like creating anxiety for you. 
I think a lot of the times what we try and do is we try and be really positive and I think that's great as you should be Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't help the anxiety like the anxiety is still Mm -hmm. there it's almost putting like you know you have a gaping wound and you're just putting a band-aid on and pretending like the wound isn't there what I Mm -hmm. suggested is go to the worst case scenario like go to actually say okay what is the worst case scenario that could happen and say okay let's say that happened obviously whatever it is you're going to be upset right set up some sort of plan for yourself that okay let's say this happens and you know for example i well maybe we, we could we use this could we yeah. use you yeah. so what is the worst case scenario in this situation he goes to australia i can't go to australia we don't see each other for months um, and to take it a step further, I would say is like we break up as a result of the move. That's the extreme. And that's what you should go to. Because obviously yeah. if he goes there, there's other ways to handle you guys FaceTime, whatever, whatever. But go mm-hmm. to like the full extreme. So the full extreme is he goes there. It doesn't work out. You guys break up. This is tough. This is a really tough one. Think of during that time, if he goes during that winter, what can you do for yourself that maybe if he's here, right, you wouldn't do that would make you happy, whether it's going somewhere, whether it's doing something you've never done, taking some sort of class that maybe you've, we all kind of put stuff aside when we're in relationships, whether we should or shouldn't, we just do. And I think if you think of like one to three things, maybe this is fucked up. Maybe it's a guy that you didn't, well, Yeah, that's, that, you know, no, that's what I thought of. I was like, okay, like, let's say he moves to Australia you know, we're separated, we break up, then like maybe I'll meet someone that's even better situated for me. Than yeah. God, I'm so sorry if you're listening. Um, no, it's the truth. No, you know, it's it's like we don't know what's meant for us, you know? Come up with like one to three things and I do that occasionally and it does help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I kind of did that, you know, with my breakup with Van Guy because I was really going back and forth about it for, I mean, for like, you know, half the duration of the relationship. I was really going back and forth and I was like, okay, like every time we'd kind of get in a fight, I'd be like, okay, if we break up, I'm going to hit up this guy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Boom. Done. And then I just kind of be like, okay, whatever's meant to be will happen. Exactly. It's like, it's that saying plan for the worst, hope for the best. But I'm actually saying sincerely plan, like literally verbalize it. Like, don't just be like, I'll go back on the dating apps. No, be as specific as you can, because the more specific you are with your plan, I promise you, it'll make you feel better. If you're vague, you're not going to buy your own bullshit when it comes down to mm-hmm. it. Like if you say yeah. some vague shit to yourself, like, oh, I'll like start, you know, going back on the dating app and I'll just go out more. Like, no, no, no. Who are you going to go out with? Which girl that maybe you haven't been hanging out with because she's kind of a slut? Because <laughs> now, <laughs> who are you going to hit up? Like really fine tooth comb the details of your plan. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So speaking of relationships, hopefully if you're in a relationship, you're having sex. Or if you're not in a relationship, you're just having even more sex. (laughs) There's a song, and this is going to be specifically for the guys, by the way. But there is a song by Doja Cat that I'm so obsessed with. I literally can't get it out of my head. I listen to it all the time. It's called Need to Know. 
And she has this line that she says, I heard from a friend of a friend that the dick is a 10 out of 10, which is so iconic. I mean, Shakespeare, honestly, could fucking never, ever say something like that. Edgar Allan Poe, shaking. Shaking. Died again. Like, it's insane. Walt Whitman wishes. (laughs) Yeah, give her a Pulitzer for just that line alone. (laughs) But it made me think, you know, the line is like a friend of a friend, too. Like, not her bestie. Like, not someone she knows. Like, she heard down somewhere. Like, somehow this information came back to her. I don't even know if she has a small group or a big group of friends, but apparently this information is spreading. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't even matter how big your friend group is or small it is or whatever. Girls talk about these things and information Mm -hmm. spreads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you are a guy, and I don't know how many guys realize this, but if you hook up with a girl or you're date a girl, you're intimate with a girl, we'll just talk about intimacy And like, look, it's different. We all have our off days, right? Like, we're not going to judge you on that. (laughs) But if you do something, I don't know the right word to describe it. Just know we tell our girlfriends. Yeah. So you can't be selfish in bed, essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's That's the best way of putting it. If you are selfish in the bedroom, we will tell our girlfriends. Yeah. And if you're very giving in the bedroom, we also tell our girlfriends. A thousand percent. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't, you know, if I'm dating a girl, I don't want to hook up with her friends. Go back to what Doja Cat said, a friend of a friend. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that friend is going to tell another friend. She's going to tell a friend. And eventually everyone that you know, it's what is it? The six degrees of your dick. We're all going to know is selfish. And the reverse too. There is a guy I went to law school with. I heard from five different people that he is a very good lover. I didn't even know four of them. One of them was a close friend of mine. The other four, like people would randomly come up to me at the bar and shit and be like, did you know that so-and-so is like a really good lover? And I like, it was to the point where it's like, should I fuck him? Like what's going on here? Like how good is he? Like why is everyone talking about this? We talk, girls tell each other. Yeah, It's just this unwritten rule. Like if it's bad or look, if it's whatever, if it's forgettable, then we're not going to say anything. So if you want to just play it safe and have forgettable sex with people, (laughs) then do that. But if it's some sort of extreme situation, whether it's really good or you're really selfish, we tell, we share, Mm -hmm. we spread Mm -hmm. knowledge and power. Mm -hmm. And frankly, early on into a sexual relationship with a girl, I think it should be all about her. Because like she's doing you a favor. (laughs) Bye. Being intimate with you. So the more you can focus on her pleasure, the better, especially because, you know, we all grew up in a time that was so misogynistic and so like women were sex objects for men. And so for people in our general age range, and I mean that as like, we're not like 13, you know what I mean? Like the kids nowadays are experiencing something very different, but for anyone who's like above 25, we kind of grew up in a time where sex was portrayed as something that was for men and women were there to please men. And so a lot of, you know, 
the female's earlier sexual experiences were centered around the man, right? Right. And so I think if you are very female fo- female pleasure focused, that's going to make you stand out. And frankly, I kind of think everyone should kind of try to like please the the other partner, regardless of it's male, female, 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 male, male, or whatever other configuration you have happening. That's a general good rule of thumb. But speaking in a very heteronormative situation, I do think it's very helpful for the man specifically to be very focused on the female's pleasure. I guess I'll just share this. As an example, as I hooked up a few times with a guy that It was a strictly hookup situation. I mean, I had no intention of really dating him. I was single. I wanted to have fun. So did he. We had both just gone out of serious relationships. We just weren't looking for anything serious or even remotely serious. Just wanted to have fun. He was very, very selfish in the bedroom. And we do have a lot, a lot of mutual friends. Now... I'm not going around and like posting this on social media or even telling anyone for that matter. There's people I've told that we've hooked up that have no idea that he was selfish. But and his reasoning for being selfish, I will say, was he was like, if this girl isn't my girlfriend, I'm not going to do this. Which like I've heard before. But yeah, okay, continue. He wasn't like, I don't do this. He's like, there's certain things I do with a girlfriend and there's certain things I do with like a hookup buddy. And we were just hookup buddies at the end of the day. It was very, very few times. Let me just preface that Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Like this wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was consistently going on. It was like literally a few, if that. Mm -hmm. And and that's why it was only a few because I was like, why am I doing this? Why would I do this? But if someone came up to me and was like, hey, like my friend is dating him or I'm talking to him or like knows and asks, I'm not going to go out of my way to share this information because I'm not really like that. I don't like to kiss and tell. But if like, I mean, I had a few cocktails in me, it might slip out. I would tell. Tell me his name later. I'll make sure to share the news. You know who it is. It's like if it if it comes up in conversation, if another girl shares the information, I'll say, yeah, I had the same experience. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go out of my way, but if it comes up, it comes up. And mm-hmm. no guy wants that kind of review out, right? No, you don't. Like, it'll kill your game. Again, you might think it might not matter because, like, we're not in fucking college. It's not this tight-knit community. But you'd be shocked how much news can spread. And truly, every community is smaller than you think. Case in point, uh, my last two boyfriends know each other. And I don't know them through each other. So... (laughs) Yeah, and (laughs) And we live in New York City. It's a big city. It's the biggest city. (laughs) And we're not saying this in like a threatening, like, yo, you better do this or we're going to. No, it's just this is the fact. Like we are giving you just we are saying what no girl really openly publicly admits like this. But it is a fact, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, whether everyone should just keep their business to themselves. That's up for debate. But that's just what happens. Yeah, this is, you know, in addition to a health and wellness podcast, it's also a news podcast and a facts (laughs) podcast. And the fact is girls talk. 
Should they talk? I don't know. I don't give a shit. But we're here to tell you, girls do talk. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And especially, look, I mean, everyone has their boundaries. Don't do anything that you don't feel comfortable with. I'm not saying like Mm -hmm. you have to like, don't go in this with like fear now. I don't want to freak any guys out. Mm -hmm. But there is a difference. We know the difference. We can sense the difference. If you're going to pull fuckboy behavior you're going to get fucky results. Like that's just, you may think, oh, I, it's just her. I was a fuck boy to her and it's not going to matter. No, now all of her friends know and now all of their friends know and now everybody knows. I don't think guys talk the way girls talk. I don't know how guys operate. I always ask guys and they, I'll say this for the ladies, like if you send a guy a nude or send him something, I'm not saying he's going to show it to his friends. I don't think that at all. But he will keep it. Forever. Tiffany, let's talk about this. It's (laughs) So I think I shared my one of my exes got back in touch with me and just very casually just to say, hey, how have you been? How are you doing? Are you cool? Are you good? And we just had like a short conversation and we were just being like nostalgic, right? Which you do when you haven't spoken to someone for a long time. And I dated him very briefly, very long time ago. He's like, do you remember that pic you sent me? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I guess he had bought me sexy underwear when we were dating. (laughs) I took a picture in it and sent it to him. You guys, this is when there were flip phones, okay? I sent... (laughs) I sent this picture on a flip phone in the mirror. It's... One of the worst pics I've ever seen. He was like, I still have it. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, wait, it's on my computer. I emailed it to myself. Let me pull it up. Because I was like, I need to see this pic. Like, what are you talking about? Because I could not remember it at all. And he texted it to me. And I was like, and also, can I just say, it's like literally the tamest picture. Like, I'm, you can't even see anything. It's It's so, did I send it to you? It's yeah. so stupid. It's yeah. not. It's like I've seen. I, I've posted worse on social media. Honestly, I was going to say, like, if I just open Instagram right this second, I will see something yeah. worse within one second. Yeah, it's really, really not deep. But I was like, oh, my God, he still has it. I don't even have my contacts list <laughs> from flip phone days. No, like the lengths that this man went to to preserve this was it's not like it's in his fucking iCloud and it's just transferring over like he had to take steps he went out of his way and it's not even an exciting photo no and it was taken on a fucking flip phone so it's grainy as fuck also it's the worst quality it's the worst lighting you can't even see anything yeah. I mean you guys when I say it's the worst stupidest photo like it's literally nothing and he held on to it for over a decade over a decade it has like four pixels in it (laughs) (laughs) we were never even like that serious like we dated so briefly it was nothing so look I'm not saying he's gonna show it to like at his next family reunion to everyone I don't think slideshow (laughs) but He's keeping it. He will email it to himself, put it on a hard drive. I mean, as a general rule, do not send anything that you're not comfortable with fully coming out for the world to see. Yeah, that's the truth. Let's talk about 
something that's been triggering you and also triggering me because anything that triggers you just inherently triggers me. Yeah, I just like force it upon you to the point where you're triggered. What has triggered you, Heva? I see this a lot in health and wellnessy chicks. They will post a photo that's like of their green juice or like a healthy smoothie that they just made or some shit like that. But the way they angle the shot is so that there's like a fuck ton of like tits or like you know like a snatched looking belly or something essentially it's something where you're like okay I know what you're trying to do here you look hot in this photo but you don't feel comfortable showing off your hot body so you're like oh look at my fucking like green juice over here and we're not stupid you know we're not stupid. We know what's going on. There's no reason for your cleavage to be in the midst of your green juice. Like it's not like an active ingredient in it. And I just think either post your fucking green juice or post your tits, but to use your green juice as an excuse to post your tits, I'm not here for. No, just own your body and just post your body. And I think everyone should be on a daily basis posting pictures of their tits like I do. But you don't need to have your tits with anything else. We just want to see one or the other. We don't need a yoga pose as an excuse to show off your ass. We don't need a Gandhi quote as a caption of a thoughty photo. Like that's, it's, it's honestly, it's disrespectful, I would say. It's offensive. It's really offensive. If you're going to post something that is even in the slightest way sexy, just use an emoji. Use like the most basic, simple, like Sunday morning. Here are my, here's my butthole. Like, yeah <laughs> like no caption uh fucking a funny caption uh hey i look hot here whatever the fuck you want to write but don't use it as an excuse like this other chick i saw had this really long caption like as long as captions can go talking about how she's been feeling really insecure about her body lately and shit like that and the photo was a photo of her looking hot as shit Honestly, I think this is so offensive to people who are actually having these issues, right? Like if I, and I have been having body image issues, if I'm having body image issues, the last thing I want to see is you looking hot as fuck and then talking about having body image issues. Like, no, post a fucking picture of your cellulite, post a picture of something that's actually imperfect if that's what you're going to talk about or post a hot ass picture and own it. Yeah. If you're going to, post a caption about body image issues and the things that you feel insecure about you better look like a fucking walrus in that picture like you better look like such a disgust I want you on the couch there's like food stains like your guts out like your hair hasn't been washed for days I want to see acne I want to see stretch marks I want to see cellulite I want to see the hair on your nipples okay like I want to (laughs) see it all (laughs) Taint hair, like, yes. like full swamp rat vibes, yes. right? Scars, like everything. I First of all, I think all these things are beautiful. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I just like let the picture match the caption. Yes. If you look hot, just post a fucking heart. Like that's it. Or just post like out last night, you know, whatever at blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
That's yeah, it. I mean, yeah, you can post whatever, but just don't post something that's kind of like making an excuse for you posting this, right? You don't need an excuse. You're allowed to think that you look good and post that shit. Done. And here's another thing. And with with social media, if you're posting a hot picture of yourself, nobody's fucking reading the caption. No one gives a shit. So you're wasting all this energy all I'm staring at is like your body and I'm a girl. So think of guys. They don't even, they don't mm-hmm. read that. Like they mm-hmm. don't fucking give a shit. So yeah. you're just wasting our time. More importantly, you're wasting your own time. And if you really want to get a message across about body image issues, then like it's getting lost in the cleavage. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> to tell you. So Post it as a graphic with writing as the image. So then we just automatically read that instead of the caption then I believe you then I'm like okay you know if you don't want to post a horrific picture of yourself just make the image the writing I think whoever sees this behavior on Instagram and like let's say a friend of yours is doing it and you you we all know it's cringy we're all cringing about this right but you probably don't want to tell them you could send them a link to this episode. You don't even have to say it's about this segment. Be like, oh my God, they talk about Brazilian waxes. I'm not sure if you've heard about this technology. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. It's really groundbreaking. <laughs> Send a link to this episode. And listen, if you're that person who someone has sent this link to, we've all been there. We've all done cringy shit. Just stop. On that note... Now that we've just alienated this whole subgroup of girls that do this, which is like literally every girl on social media. No, but listen, I've done that shit too. I mean, I would say mine is less extreme, but I've kind of done that shit too in the past. So I'm speaking to myself too, you know, like we kind of cringe at shit that we've done. So it's okay. Like, let's just all collectively stop. Yeah. And we're just saying, like, own it. Be hot. Like, it's good. Like, there's nothing wrong with... I think we're always so scared of if we post hot pictures of ourselves, people are going to judge it or, like, not, you know, think differently of us. And, like, fuck those people. They follow you. They can can unfollow you. Yeah. People unfollow me all the time. Every day. I'm still breathing. Yeah. Every (laughs) single day. I'm just like, oh, great. There goes another 30 more people that are disgusted (laughs) by my face. (laughs) here's our homework assignment for the week everyone post one photo of yourself on instagram stories or page whichever right yeah stories or page yeah if you're scared to do page do it in your stories that's fine i want uh everyone to uh, answer the polls in our stories about what i should do with my people pleasing issue i need everyone's input Um, I want everyone to send this episode to someone who can benefit from it. And yeah. And if you're having relationship anxiety, make a backup plan. Right. And uh, men don't forget that women talk about how you perform in bed. I love that. I love the homework assignment so much. And I just want to add, it needs to, like, you don't have to be like me and and post, like, your actual nipple on your Insta story. (laughs) But it needs, like, it, it, 
post a picture where you're like oh shit like I look good like don't post like your feet on the couch watching tv like post a a body like a hot whether it's a selfie that's fine where like maybe your makeup's done or your hair's done or your boobies are out I don't really care I'm not gonna like be picky about this but like Mm -hmm. make it a cute pick like something that like you would want your crush to see Yes, I love that. I'm so going to do it. I'm going to be on it this weekend. Everyone do it with me. I mean, I've already done this homework assignment like seven times (laughs) in the past 24 hours. So (laughs) I will also be participating just naturally. (laughs) By default. Yeah, Yeah. by default. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then what what are we giving away, Heva? I mean, I think it's obvious. Uh, if you screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag us, or if you just leave a five-star review on the podcast app, we'll accept either type of submission. We're being very generous here, even though this is one of the better giveaways. We will send you the nude that Tiffany sent her boyfriend 15 years ago on a flip phone. God. It's so stupid, but yeah, well, I'll send it to you. Yeah, why not? not? It's honestly so tame, whatever. It's so tame. I'll just, I mean, I've posted way worse on my page, so it's going to be a little disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see, well, I guess you'll hear us next week. Yeah, you'll hear us next week. You'll probably hear about um, my wax number two and the results of the people pleasing this is an ongoing segment and again i will do whatever the audience commands this is just a waxing podcast <laughs> like we just come on here and give waxing updates <laughs> like how long are we gonna do this for like i plan on getting waxed every two and a half weeks like does it ever end does it ever Probably end? Not. No. <laughs> you know what? We might be moved into the <laughs> breaking technology, <laughs> innovate <laughs> technology and innovation section, <laughs> or the gr- the grooming subgroup on. <laughs> <laughs> Just for your favorite grooming podcast. <laughs> Remember when we used to talk about dating and relationships and then we just started talking about like grooming? (laughs) Oh man. All right. On that note. (laughs) Love you guys. Love you guys.